two minutes until showtime. One minute until showtime. Your show will go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Love Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents. Share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is the female solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting.
Okay. So we are live on the show, but we're just having a few technical difficulties. So just bear with us. Um, it's not fun unless you have technical difficulties. I'm just going to tell you. Um, so let's let's just see what we got here. We are trying a different internet connection. So let's see. Okay, so everything else seems to be still be running live. We're going to try to um, run the audio on Blog Talk. Okay, and so we've lost Blog Talk audio uh, connecting to Podbean and StreamYard, but that's okay. So what we're going to do today um, is we're just going to run a different audio real quick. Be just a minute here. Hmm. Okay, here we go. Hi, I'm Jody Susan with Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was over medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yes, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy-based healing. It was amazing. At Tucson Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses. And we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food as medicine mindset. How Tucson Essentials supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food as medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being. And we do that all with plant and an energy-based healing. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, this is Jody Susan of Susan Essentials, and I'm excited uh, to share with you uh, my friend, uh, Debbie Pickus from Team Fireball, CEO and founder. Uh, we're going to be talking about kicking out limiting beliefs. And it's so prevalent in this world, and I had no idea. Um, I guess until I woke up to it. So um, I'm going to um, tell you a little bit ab about Debbie. Um, and I am actually just going to go here. She's, um, first of all, I met Debbie, I think Debbie and I met in 2016. Um, what's really cool is that um, she creates fun events that improve health and wellness of employees, which is where we connected, like, you know, as far as on that plane. Um, with the, and, and, and I think the impetus was with the increase of workplace violence and personal safety um, uh, issues, that type of training became the cornerstone of her business. And um, she's gonna talk about, you know, um, how self-limiting beliefs really, um, well, actually, I'm just going to let her get online and, and talk about it. I'm going to bring Do uh, Debbie. I was going to call her Dr. Debbie Pickus because she is so brilliant. Um, but <laughs> Debbie, we're just going to upgrade you right now. Here we go. <laughs> Dr. Debbie. <laughs> I mean, listen, my, my maiden name initials were DR, so why not? <laughs> oh, awesome sauce, right? Yeah. So um, there you go. Yeah. So, so first of all, good morning and welcome to the show. Morning. Thank you. Thanks for having me. 
bright yeah. and early here in Chicago. Yeah. And you know, I, 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 I was doing the, um, uh, I, I was, I was doing that deed, right. Cause I just moved from Chicago to Georgia and the extra hours really nice. I'm just going to have to tell you, <laughs> and it's a little warmer. So yes, I bet it is. <laughs> Got really cold here this week. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. And it's actually, you know, I used to make fun of people who lived out here, like in Georgia or Florida, even California, and they would be walking around with coats and they would say, um, you know, oh, it's cold. I'm like, you don't know cold. It is cold, yeah. Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> once, I, I guess once you get used to the change, then it feels cold, you know? Well, I mean, <clears throat> the thing is, is that it's, um, it's like a 50 years. It's like usually around, like, I mean, first of all, we do get a frost, you know? So that's like 35 degrees. Um, but you, you kind of need that coat because it's a very wet um, air. So it's a moist air. It goes right to the it's t It's 20 degrees in Chicago right now. I just thought I'd tell you. I just looked it up. I'm like, uh Yeah, yeah. I have no that, that wakes you up. Yeah, I know it does. And you're not going to get any uh, uh, sympathy for me. Just come over here and play. Play in Georgia. Yeah. I'm just going to say, yeah, yeah. everybody come to Georgia. So. Yeah. So talk to me, um, first of all, thank you for being here. And I'm really excited to have you here. I was so inspired when I met you years ago in uh, Dr. Danny's office. And, um, you know, um, the way that you empower people to shift their mindset yeah. is inspirational on so many levels. Um, thank you. And I didn't understand how prevalent it is. And I know that your focus is on women, but I really think it's also men, you know? Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's human to human condition. <laughs> yes. Right. Totally. <clears throat> Tell me how you got started. Well, I mean, so the bio that you read is, is when, when we originally began team fireball and we were focused on team building events, I've got a fitness and martial arts background and, and I'd owned another business previously. So the idea of the team building events that were, were physically focused, uh, came out of that. And then, um, eventually we did morph into focus primarily on, on self-defense training programs and companies, um, but the thing that I loved the most about that was number one, the awareness of yourself, okay, and your surroundings and, and how you were showing up, you know, our, our clients, how they were showing up, right? Because the way you show up when you walk in a room, the way you show up when you walk down the street uh, determines how people view you, mm -hmm. whether that's an attacker, whether that's a job interview, whether that's, uh, um, you know, impressing your boss, whether it's, it's the opposite sex or, you know, same sex, whatever works for you, but the, yeah, you know, how we show up, but also mentally what's happening underneath how we show up also determines, uh, where we end up. Right. So, um, I discovered in my own journey that I was struggling with a lot of limiting beliefs. And here's the thing about these un unconscious beliefs, these underlying beliefs, is that we can say we want X, but if we believe we're capable only of Y, we're gonna get Y. Mm -hmm. There's no way for you to want this, but believe you're only worthy of this and still get that. You've got to change those beliefs 
And you've got to understand that those beliefs are even there. If you don't understand they're there, you can't fix it. You may have met people in your time uh, on this planet <laughs> uh, who kept ending up in the same situations over and over, right? Me. They might. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right. I mean, right. Me too. Start with yourself, right? (laughs) Me. Me too. Well, so along the way, I I actually years ago went to a business coaches. This is before I even started Team Fireball. um, That I went to a business coaches event. And the thing she said the first day was, uh, I could lose all my money tomorrow. It wouldn't matter. I know I could make it all back. Making money's easy. Mm -hmm. And when she said that, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I realized, oh my God, I don't believe that about myself. Like I knew something was wrong because I'd had some financial struggles. I'd been down some more than once, right? Like the same pattern over and over and over again related to money. Anytime I had some, it disappeared. Uh, I spent it wrong. I trusted the wrong people. Like all these things were happening and I'd gotten myself into some really deep crap um, where I lost my home, and I pretty much went through everything I had and I went to this person's event and, and I heard that and I was like, oh, oh my God, wait a minute. That explains so much. Mm-hmm. And I started then on a journey to find out what was going on. So I, even on that road, that was a long road, right? Because I was going to money coaches and I was going to you know investors and I was going to people that knew money, but it wasn't the money. It had nothing to do with money as itself. It was my money story. It was my money beliefs. It was my own personal beliefs. And when you're a business owner, if you've got this kind of money belief happening, you're not going to make money. Or if you do, you're going to figure out a way to get rid of it, right? Because somewhere deep in there is that. So we're all having, I mean, from childhood, we all have some kind of situation experience that happened. I mean, I can go into the neuroscience of it, but not, and I'm not a neuroscientist, but I just know how it works is. Well, I'm not a every, neuroscientist either, but it, yeah, right. I get it. Go for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, when you're born, you're born hundred billion neurons, but with only about 25 billion synaptic connections. And as you grow, like, so your neural network is not billion synaptic connections. And as you grow, like, so your neural network. Oh, yeah, you, you may have another window. And as you grow, like, so you may have another window. Huh. Interesting. Oh, you know what? I'm actually, I'm going to do, well, I'm, we're going to rent a commercial while we work this out. So give me a, a minute here. And um, uh, let me just see if I, I have a commercial I can run. Hold on. Susan Essentials leads you to wellness by giving you access to more than 20,000 sustainably produced nutritional products delivered direct to your door. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Sell Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Wellbeing with Viata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time.
First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Okay, let's see how that works now. Whatever it is, I think it's handled. Test, test. Yeah, we're good. All right. Um, I was on the roll. <laughs> Debbie, you were born on a roll. <laughs> Sorry, you were just born on a roll. Oh, gosh, you're but, funny. I mean, the thing about money and self-limiting beliefs, it's really strong. Um, so my... Um, you know, most people don't know this because uh, I don't typically talk about it. My father was a multimillionaire by the time he, I think it was 21. Wow. And um, and he came from nothing. You know, so he was eating fish at the age of seven to support the family because they didn't have a dad. Um, so, and he lost his money. I can't even tell you how many times. So I watched him lose money, but I also watched him make it. And I watched him not worry about it. And so it shifted when I started realizing I, I clung on to the loss of money. Right? I didn't recognize the fact that he recreated it. So then I thought, oh, money's easy. <laughs> Manifest what you want and go for it. And so... I get it. I mean, and we don't, you know, some of those are cellular beliefs, meaning from like, you know, uh, from my standpoint, um, as a healer, we bring on these cellular beliefs from lifetimes of, of, uh, you know, generations that's passed on from, you know, uh, our ancestors. And then some of it is just what you grew up and watched. <laughs> um, so, um, but go ahead and tell us more about your journey relative, I mean, cause you broke out of that, right? So talk to us about that. Yeah. So like I said, I, I, once I heard it, then I knew something was up and then I went on a mission to discover it. And I ended up working with a coach whose methodology, um, helped me identify the fact that that's what was going on. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was studying under him for various reasons around my mindset and everything else. And then eventually, and I, I, I just, uh, he offered a, a, a certification. He became, he, you know, he, he taught us, but then he offered a way to like get deeper and really learn the methodology and learn how to teach it. And I took advantage of that program not planning to become a coach, not even planning, you know, just because I knew it would help in my current business because it was all about power and confidence anyway, what we were doing with self-defense. But then once I got into it and, and did it and, and, and learned the work so well, uh, some events that I was doing, I basically just made an offer, you know, to any women in their fifties who are struggling with X, come talk to me afterwards. And, and, and they did. And, and then I, I began to get clients out of that. 
Um, and then I, I started to realize that, wow, uh, you know, we do all have this, right? Mm -hmm. It's just who you resonate with. And, 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 you know, what they say about ideal clients, you're basically, your 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 ideal client is you three or four years ago, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what they say. So I do prefer to work with women who are in their, you know, fifties and up, but ironically, I've had women in their thirties. Um, I've, I've done work with companies um, I've had some male clients, uh, you know, so it's what happens is it's, it's, it's self-sabotaging behavior is what it is. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, oh, I see what Andrew's saying here, deserve levels. Um, <clears throat> um, yeah, that was yeah. actually a few minutes ago. So I, I was late in getting that one up because of our, uh, no, that's okay. That's fine. But, um, so it's, it's, it is, there's, there's something underneath. I mean, I'm too old, I'm too young. I'm not good enough. I don't know how I, you know, I don't deserve it. I'm not lovable. There's a million of them, right? I mean, mm -hmm. and so when, when, when I work with people, we have to uh, uncover that, right? So that's, that's it. But while that's in there, this is where in certain areas of life this well it, it's going to show up everywhere right it just depends what it is mm -hmm. yeah for sure no i yeah. totally agree mm -hmm. um and it's interesting i think it really shows up in our relationships uh it, yes yeah. absolutely um you know uh andrew and i've been together almost four years now and you know it was it's i was telling him and what was the name of the book I want to write? Um, um, do over, do over. Mm -hmm. And here's why. And I should write that down so I don't forget it again. So, you know, uh, you know, I, I think you know my health journey. You were there as I was, on, you know, peeling that onion. But I was misdiagnosed, put on, I think like. 17 drugs, I had to look it up, <laughs> and um, nearly died in 2013 and was on disability for three and a half years. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you clean up your diet and you change out your water supply and you find another way to manage pain using, you know, frequency or oils or what have you and or supplements. And you think you're good. Plot twist. You're just getting started. <laughs> and I decided that when I looked at my life and Andrew and I were talking about this, just like really, I think last night or the night before, it was like I needed a do over. So first I had to do over my body. Then I had to do over my mindset. Yeah. Um, the, the, the body parts, easy people. Like once, if you can like just commit to eating healthy food, that's the easy part. The mindset what's take work is what takes work. Yeah. So first, I went back to work and had to figure out how do you manage your stress levels and your emotions in the workplace. Right. So then, you know, I'm, I'm working for a company probably for I don't know a couple of years before I decide decide to start my own company. And then there's the stress levels around being your own boss, right? Because now you got all these other bosses, right? Because <laughs> right? you're never really your own boss. And then 
marches in Andrew, right? <laughs> I meet him, love of my life. And I have to figure out my mindset around that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's a complete do-over. It's a yeah. do-over. And there's the name of my book. <laughs> because yeah. if, if, if you entered into this world with a particular mindset and a particular way of being and a particular expectation about how things work and you have to do it all over, it's a do-over. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is that um, depending on whatever your limiting belief was or several of them, right? There's never just oh, one. Oh, no, there was a, right. a list, there's, right? There's, yeah. Well, and so one of the things I do when I do a workshop uh, with or you know just even an individual uh, coaching thing is I've got a list of limiting belief inter inner conflict kind of concepts and I have people look at them and like circle all the ones that apply to you you know and and then we we narrow it down right but a lot of them are going to layer on top of each other right it's not like there's this one and then that one over here is completely different there's you could there could be three or four or five of them in there um but whatever that is, what happens is that they become the lens from which you view everything in life. Mm -hmm. So if, if whether it's your health, whether it's your, your body, whether it's your relationships, whether it's your work, whether it's your money story, whether it's your, you know, whatever it is, those, it, it's going to be, it's like a pair of glass, sunglasses. You know, mm -hmm. you're going to see it everywhere because it's just what's in there right? It's not yes. like it's different for this situation. Even situations where you might be um, more confident than others, underneath somewhere it's in there. And so that's what we go in and identify and figure out what's happening. And then we figure out ways to, to, to flip the switch on that. Um, so, so how do you flip the switch on someone who has a self-limiting belief, doesn't even see that they have that self-limiting belief, right? So first thing, it's the awareness. How do yes. you create you know so like i teach awareness around our energy like mm -hmm. how you feel in your heart how you feel in your head around right. specific things right right it could be a specific mm -hmm. music tuned to a specific frequency right it could be around you know certain areas um and we we test um we turn on and off frequencies so people can actually feel it how do you teach awareness around a belief system that's that's hard well right well first there has to be a lot of questions right um because people it's it, the problem isn't the problem that we see way up here the problem is way underneath right okay like, sometimes you'll get way under you know so if i'm doing an hour an hour and a half workshop we're going to just tap the surface and get the get the gist of it um you know i mean I, I was on Clubhouse on a summit the other day and, and a woman asked questions and she told me something and I said, well, it's possible that you have this going on, you know, because I mean, I could basically hear what she was saying, but until I dig deep in, you know, I don't know why she had that, you know, like her ceiling of making money was a certain ceiling and that was it. And I could hear it when she spoke, but I can't go any deeper than that without having a full on conversation with her and really understanding. And then what we do is, we, depending on how long somebody's working with me, wherever they're struggling, so in whatever their goals are, wherever they had a struggle, then it's like, okay, let's talk about that. And when you get underneath, you're going to find pretty much that same limiting belief or something similar there. What we have to do, 
you know, on a broader scale here, right? Again, this is not, it's not a quick fix, but we always find evidence for what we believe. So if I believe, let's just use the dating world, which I've got a fabulous man, so I'm not dating, but right, right. let's I know, just use I that know one. I you do, I've met him. Understood. Yeah, he's if wonderful. I believe that there's no good men out there, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep finding jerks, mm-hmm. no matter what I do, right? I'm right. not even going to, I'm, I will not be open to seeing the good ones or like allowing myself to even meet them or, or get to know them or something because there's a type that I like and they're all the jerks and I'm just going to keep finding them over and over and over and over again. Even though these other guys are over here, it's not that they don't exist. They exist. I'm just not looking at them because they're not in my purview. They're not what I believe. So I don't see it. Kind of like there's- when you're shopping for a car. Like, yeah, yeah. It's called the reticular activating system. And as soon as something becomes into your awareness, Mm -hmm. you can't, you see it everywhere. Mm -hmm. Now that didn't just show up. Everybody didn't just buy, you know, the Tesla you want, (laughs) you know, of course around here, that's all I see are Teslas, but, but you know, it's there. I mean, they've been on the road that whole time, but now all of a sudden, boom, that's in your mind. So now you're noticing, well, that's what we do with limiting beliefs is as soon as you notice them, mm-hmm. then you're going to start not only noticing that, wow, wow, I've got that here. I've got that here. I've got that here. But what we do is we make new decisions because beliefs are just decisions. They're just, it's, a belief is just a decision you made when you were like from, I never got the neuroscience thing out, but basically from the time you're born to about five or six years old, all the experiences that are happening, you may attach a meaning to something based on the quality. Let's say you had an experience with the dog where you felt like the dog, the dog attacked you. Well, now dogs are dangerous. So anytime you see a dog, whether the dog's dangerous or not, you're going to interpret something the dog does as dangerous. And you've got this belief. And then as you get older, like the myelian sheets in your, your neural pathways get thicker and thicker and thicker. And that belief becomes like uh, ingrained. So the first thing we have to do is notice the, the belief Notice that it's just a decision, make a new decision, and then find evidence to support the new decision. Simple fix, you know, takes work though, because you've got 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years of having these beliefs, right? They're not going to just magically go away one time. It takes some work and some energy and some evolution. I totally agree. And there's, um, it does take work. Um, you and I were supposed to get together before I left to Georgia, and it just wasn't happening. We were packing up the house, and I was hoping to show you how I um, help people shift their mindset faster, but mm-hmm. I have a way to do it right here. So this is uh, the BOD. Uh-huh. Um, it works with the brain, so it's a sound frequency. And you just wear the headset, right? But I'm, But my brother years ago bought me this little um it's called a music bullet (laughs) so now i can just play it (laughs) um and what it does it does a reset on the neural network of the brain Mm -hmm. so whatever your belief system is around men for instance right you put the the um there's two disruptor, uh, there's a disruptor button and a frequency button that you can't read here but those are the top and the bottom are are the volume and you turn it on. Let me just see if I can get this up. But you turn it on and you get this. It's a, it's a white noise based in drumming, right? 
and you can actually shift you can shift the mindset because you're thinking about it it puts the brain hold on it puts the brain in a theta state it's mm-hmm. a very calm state and then as you're um, thinking and writing about whatever that mindset is it's it cut it doesn't erase the memory it re it re erases the trigger mm. your reaction got it um because i had a mindset that all men were bad yeah i, mean, I definitely had that and then walked in um uh i think it was like 2010 i met a man his name is uh dr ken cordis and we dated but we really end up being really close friends. Mm-hmm. And he lifted me up. Mm-hmm. He did everything that I didn't expect. Right? Yeah. On some unconscious level, I knew that I deserved it because I started, you know, he actually had me be the um, chairperson for the American Diabetes Association uh, Expo. Mm-hmm. Like, because he could do that given his position. He could put yeah. me in the space. Yeah, and you know our friend. I think uh, Dave Rubin, right? Um, I, I think you know Dave Rubin. He showed Maybe. me how women were supposed to be treated. Yeah, but neither one of them were for me. But they yeah. were my training ground. Yeah, for Andrew. Yeah, because Andrew's perfect for me, right? Yeah. And so, um, and so, but by that time, I did all my work. Right, because it doesn't just flip like that. I'm talking about it quickly, like you said. It takes time. Yes. And um, but what I really like is that there are ways for self care. So yeah. outside of like, so you teach what you teach. You help people shift their mindset. They still have homework to do, and then they can use a bod to yeah. support them on their own journey you know, still come back to you because they still need your data sets, right? Because without your data, they don't go anywhere, right? They just stay in the same place because it's hard to access that information. Right, right. Because we have blind spots. We all do. I mean, I have my own limiting beliefs still, you know, they're in there. The thing is that because I've been doing this work, um, once you open yourself up to the possibility of, oh, this thing is in there. Wow. Now I see it. Now I can't unsee it. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I, I recently was working with a couple different coaches and I mean, I still am. And, um, I am actually, um, just went through, a, um, like a three day training with one of them and she's layering on top of what the other one's doing. And so it's just like, I'm now I'm solidifying, right? Because I'm seeing evidence to support my new powerful decisions around my ability to make money and deserve money and handle money and do all these things. And oh, perfect for me too, honey. That's <laughs> yeah. Good job. We know what we're doing. Okay. Bonus points. Bonus points. Hi, Debbie Green. Thank you. Uh, and so um, I or thank you to Jody. I don't know who you're thanking, but we appreciate it. Oh, so she's yeah. thanking us both. So doc, uh, Dr. Debbie Green um, yes. is our host for Thursday, and she's nice. brilliant. Um, she's a therapist, and she's also a, a clairvoyant like I am. So it's amazing how we can access together source energy to help people. 
So nice. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Source energy is key. Um, and uh, anyway, I don't, I don't remember where I was because I was seeing people's comments and like, I'm them sorry, I will be more so, careful. We okay. Were... No, no, no. It's, it's great. It's all good. We're just flowing here. There's no, there's no right or wrong way. So we're in know, the week of Thanksgiving. We're thankful and grateful, right? Yeah. You know, I really am. Um, <clears throat> so I'm excited for this week. Yeah. And we're doing beef. <laughs> we're not doing turkey. <laughs> whatever, whatever works for you. You know, Debbie, what I got. And so let me just put this out for the rest of you who are struggling with that. You don't have to follow the crowd. <laughs> I mean, turkey's you not your that. thing. Yeah, yeah. Do your thing, man. Um, beef is what's for dinner in our house. I mean, <laughs> so, um, so, so I want to look at, um, your questions again. So questions that I gave you to ask me. Yeah. Questions. And Were I want to talk about the, questions. I don't even remember. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Um, ask me whatever you want. Well, it's about recognizing our beliefs. And I want to also talk about, you talk about not always in alignment with our highest values, like with what we want. Right. And I love talking about how, talk about how you make, I want you to talk about you first and then how you help others. But like, you know, when you make a decision, yeah, even if it's the smallest decision, you know, we're right. eat, right? I mean, a lot of people are constantly doing for others so they're not operating in their own highest good, right? I call them people pleasers. Mm -hmm. So how, talk to me about how, how that works, how you start operating in alignment with your own values. And I'm not saying don't compromise, you know that. But how do you start operating with, in, in alignment with your own values? How do you start to learn to put yourself first? No, oh, well, okay. That's there's about four different questions in that one. But yes, yeah. there are. <laughs> yeah. We got um, time. <laughs> well, first of all, you have to understand like what is important to you, right? Mm -hmm. um, operating in service of others, being the kind of person who likes to help others and likes to do things for others because you want to mm -hmm. is actually operating from your highest self doing it because you think you have to because that person's not going to love me if i don't do this that and the other thing oh. uh, because i'm going to not be likable because i um you know if you're coming from a place of a limiting belief while you do it then you're not being of service to yourself and you're not operating at your highest level. So it's the intention is what's the most important thing in all that. That is a so. great and I mean awesome distinction. Yeah. That's it. But that's all that's all it is, right? Yeah. Um sometimes saying yes to somebody about something out of guilt. I mean, you know, listen, if you've got an elderly parent and maybe you don't want to be the only, you know, and you've got siblings that you're the only one doing it, sometimes there's resentment and things there. Um, but it just, everything just depends on what the intention is. And, you know, I mean, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a psychologist, uh, 
there are so many levels when it comes to something, you know, a situation like that. But I say that we have to just be really clear about what's important to us and what feels like self-care to us. Mm-hmm. You know, to some people, self-care is cleaning or is cooking the entire Thanksgiving dinner and serving it because that's how they show love. To other people, it's, oh my God, you know, if I have, I, it's, it's letting somebody else do that because you don't, you know, I mean, in my house, I'm not the cook, Bill's the cook, but he nice. loves it. Like to him, that's showing love. You know, he loves cooking and serving people. It's, it's how he shows love. Um, you know? Yeah, me just... too. I mean, I, I, um, I, I'm a foodie and I love to, uh, give people access to clean food, right. Yeah. Um, you know, toxic free. And, um, and I love to create recipes for people and serve it and make them happy and let them see what good food can look like. And by the way, it's good for your body. Yeah. You know, like, oh, score, taste flipping good, easy to make, and it's good for you. And you know, you know, that's the thing, like it used to be, um, growing up, um, and I'm going to go to a commercial soon and I don't know that the commercials are going to work on blog talk. So hopefully I have a few here that I can run, but, yeah. um, uh, the, I, after literally after every meal, um, bathroom and then passed out. <laughs> that's how it was. And that's yes. not healthy. So, um, so, um, and a lot of people have that experience. And so I started teaching people, well, what if it didn't look that way? What if it didn't yeah. happen? And it's not supposed to look that way, right? So um, it was shift, you know, uh, a lot of what I do also is helping people shift their mindset about what life is supposed to look like, you know? Right, right. Um, I know a lot of people who don't even eat lunch because they won't have enough energy because they'll fall asleep. So they skip a meal um, or don't eat all day and then eat at night. I'm like, but your body that's your body reacting right to something that it doesn't like. And even if you're eating whole foods and organic and it's still doing it, I mean, food sensitivities, right? So like, right. Yeah, people can yeah. with that. Yeah. let's see if I can run a commercial on blog talk first. And if I can't, um, I've got some on uh stream yard. Um, let's see here. Vieta. Oh goodness. So it shows up on Naima's, but it doesn't show up on mine. So, um, which is kind of silly sounding here. Um, so I'm actually gonna, Naima's our executive producer. So I'm actually just going to run the uh, commercials I have here. Okay. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Cell Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Wellbeing with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325 
Press one to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Place of Peace pop pop up from Susan Essentials. You are able to increase productivity, mental acuity, leaving you with higher energy and peace in just 20 minutes. We pop up at our office or yours. Susan Essentials is re-engineering what health looks like by leading you to the best wellness initiatives in the world. Start your coaching plan today and create a new paradigm of health. Click here to learn more. Okay, we are back with Debbie Pickus from Team Fireball. And um, so tell me, Debbie, what kind of results can your clients expect from you after working with you? Like what, oh, wow. you know, yeah. Yeah, people have had some great results. Um, I've had a, I had a woman, one of my first clients was a, well, a couple. I track control freaks. <laughs> I don't know why that is because it's I'm just, I'm really not one, but uh, yeah, I just realized that so, uh, a funny. couple that were had really high anxiety um, about just life and everything in general, and uh, and they actually mastered some big events in their lives uh, with with calm and and flow and peace and you know not reactionary. Um, one had a huge, uh, a huge corporate event that she had to plan. Um, and the other one had some personal things with family member, uh, that, you know, pretty big stuff. Right. And, uh, managed through both things, uh, the, two different ones, right? The, so the corporate event, all sorts of changes happening at the last minute. It was at a restaurant with only a certain amount of seats. And at the last minute, other corporate executives decided they were coming. And and she, like, on the spot had to manage the situation without, you know, panic and, and anxiety. And she did. So that's awesome right there. Uh, yes, exactly. I think um, that's and she, what I call it, the pivot skill set. Yeah, I mean, right. I mean, she just absolutely, I remember her coming to me and saying, I did, you know, here's how I did this. And she also, they sold their, their, her home and rent, you know, got a new one and had to manage all that within a few, there was a lot of different things that were happening at once. And she managed to handle all of it without being in a state of like anxiety and stress. Um, and then, um, Oh, of course, my son's calling me right now. Um, they're good at that. Tell them to call they, into the show. <laughs> I can't have a sixth sense anytime I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm doing something like this. It's all right. Oh, time to call mom. Uh, that's all right. I'll, all he's good. coming. He's coming in town tonight. So I'm very excited. Yay. And then, and then, um, and then another one had some issues with uh, her kids serious issues manage that i've got another one that within three months of working together she uh she was in sales and she 
made her entire year's sales goal within three months, and, and which was way past what she had done the year before. And I've got a current client who's basically doubled her rates three times already. Um, really? How did she do that? Talk to me about that one. She she had a belief that if somebody if she won, somebody else had to lose. She didn't understand oh. the abundance model of if I'm being of service and I'm creating value um, and creating long term value. Because I would tell her like she'd be tentative about raising your prices, and I said, "What is the long term value you're creating for these clients? Mm. Give me a number." And then it said, "Well, do you think it's worth?" you know, what you're charging them then if if that's what they're getting. And so she just, she had to understand that there was enough to go around that what she, what her value was, what she really had to offer. She also had to really dial in what she was good at because she was, she was kind of, um, I, t I take, I think this is a lack mentality. It's when, oh, I can do this too. And I can do this too. And I can do this too. And you're reaching for all these things that are kind of you can do them, but they're kind of outside on the fringes of what you should be doing, right? But if you narrow into like, this is my lane, I am super good at this lane, mm -hmm. and there's enough business for me in this lane, mm -hmm. I don't need to take all this. I mean, it's interesting because I was recently asked to speak somewhere um, and present somewhere. And I, I said yes, because I, 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 you know, they, they, they can't pay me my rate and, and, um, uh, you know, they're, it, it's more like I'm doing it as a favor because it's somebody I know. Right. right but right, it's, right. it's, it's really not my audience, you know, but, but it'll be a value, but truly, I think a lot of times we do those things not from a standpoint of like, my intention is I'm doing something for somebody cause she asked me nicely. Right. Um, but if I was doing that because it's like, Oh, well, they're not my ideal client, but what if there's an ideal client there? Or what if somebody they know is an ideal client or what is what, they, you know, for that standpoint, sometimes, again, that intention we spoke of, right? Oh, um, yeah. The energy that you put out into the universe comes back to you tenfold. Yes. And if I'm doing things because I've got a lack mentality, which I used to do this when I started my business, even when I started the coaching portion of it, I would be doing things all over the place and doing, 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 and nothing was really coming back and which is okay. Listen, it's okay. Depending on the intention. If I want to do something just because I want to be of service and, and, and be generous, then it's fine. But if I'm doing it cause I'm hoping that I might get a client out of it and, but it's really not the right crowd. You end up just messing up your energy. You know about this mm -hmm. because your energy is going into all these things and it's it's not actually the right fit once you understand that energy once you understand instead of i do this really well and this is exactly my lane and i'm going to stay here and i'm just going to sort of relax into it the things you're trying to create are just going to flow right back to you because that's you're at the right spot um so yeah so that, that is so one of the biggest things besides me. her doubling her rates all these times was her understanding like she was trying to do all these other things and really the one thing she was good at was she was a very, it was a narrow niche, mm -hmm. but she was great at it. And I'm like, just do that. Well, just that's do what that. I just uncovered myself. Mm -hmm. But it's not, and I also don't feel like I was doing wrong before. It was part of my journey. And had I not followed that part of my journey, 
then yeah. I wouldn't be where I'm at. So I, um, my business model has been to offer those things that help me to reclaim my health, understanding right. nutrition, uh, water filters. So I sell the water filter, right? That I yeah. use. Um, and I became a nutritionist and I became certified in essential oils. Essential oils are so powerful. It's beyond, it's every day is something new, right? I mean, I learned just the other day, you know, I mean, I've always known that oils, the essential oils are water soluble because they're plants. But, um, but what I didn't know is, I mean, I also knew they had a frequency to them. But what mm -hmm. I didn't know is the more that we use them while the oil itself doesn't accumulate in our body, the frequency does. Yeah. So you're vibrating higher, right? And you accumulate, you continue to vibrate high. And so what I got, and this has really just been in the last few weeks, Debbie, is that my real gift is, is a medical intuitive, meaning, and, and actually let's take out the word medical, let's just say intuitive, because mm -hmm. yeah, I, I can help people and I know exactly what's going on and I know the solution for it. But what I also can do, my gift is accessing source energy yeah. to give people the message that they need so that they yeah. can move forward and through in their life. I had no idea, but had I not gone through those other steps, I wouldn't have gotten here. Right. You have to go through the, the crap right? to get to the gold, right? Because you just don't, if you just woke up one day and like, oh, I'm just going to do this thing, you know, you're you're you might know something that you're somewhat good at you know i mean you try 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 this try this try this try this but it isn't until you kind of get get smacked in the face a few times that you're like oh wait a minute this is what i like i bounce back from that here's how i did it mm -hmm. oh here's what i used to do that oh here's you know it just it's like you said peeling away the onion you've got to like you've got to release what's in there but i don't think I don't think we always know what it is until maybe um, until something happens that kind of knocks us down. Not always, right? Um, but most of the time, though, I don't know anybody who uh, is at the top of the mountain or even close to the top of the mountain who uh, didn't have to climb, you know, the yeah. slippery slope. And so um, I'm going to tell you, and I think I don't think I've ever told this story on on on, on national show. So, okay. See what's go. happening? I'm bringing all this stuff out of you. <laughs> I know, I know, because it's, it's who you are. You're amazing. Um, <laughs> I'm so, going to just take credit for that. What's that? I'm going to take credit. Oh, it, I know. love it. No, I'm, <laughs> hey, I, I, I liked you the day I met you. So there you go. Um, so here's the story. So it's 2000, 2013, 14, 14. I'm laying on my couch mm -hmm. and I'm getting um, messages. Of course, I think they're my ideas, right? <laughs> I don't know I'm an intuitive at this point. And, um, but the message was, uh, and I, and I kind of felt my mom had died right three years earlier. And so I kind of felt like it was my mom's energy, but I, again, I haven't wrapped my head around this and I'm not making the distinctions at all. Okay. But I am following my gut. And the message is, you know, at that point, let me just back up because not everybody else knows this. At that point, 
I have a diagnosis of having bipolar disorder, bipolar disorder, schizo two, right? And then I have about 18 other conditions, health conditions, you know, high cholesterol, diabetes, trigger fingers, you know, torn rotator cuffs, blah, 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 that list is long. And so the message in my head is that I should go see this neurologist, Dr. Andrew Gordon. And I, I really feel like it's my mom. So I'm like, mom, why would I see a neurologist? You know, I've got bipolar disorder because that's my belief system, right? Because right. that's what the doctors told me. So I, I do, as I'm told, and I call the neurologist who was my mom's doctor, right? For seven years or longer. And they said, well, do you have a referral? <laughs> well, kinda. Yeah. <laughs> <No. laughs> <Tindor>. <laughs> right? Well, but I, I knew it was my mom. And I said, well, kinda, but not the one you're looking for. You know? <laughs> so a month goes by, I go see these other doctors and they want to do sleep studies and they want to put me on more drugs. Now I still, you know, we still haven't unraveled this. Mm-hmm. Dr. Gordon's the one who unraveled through testing. Ah. Uh, yeah. So, so a month goes by and I've been asked to see this other doctor, you know, for sleep study, blah, blah, blah. And I, my mom's like, eh, eh, eh. call Dr. Gordon, <laughs> the neurologist. I call Dr. Gordon again and I tell them, they said, okay, just come on in. You know, like we don't want you to see, we don't want you going on more drugs. We don't think this is a good idea. We know we saw your mom for whatever number of years. Come on in. And I was the one taking my mom in. So they knew me. So I get in to see Dr. Gordon and he said, so Jody, how are you? And I said, well, my mom sent me. And his face goes deadpan and he goes, talk to me. Yeah. Because he knew. Yeah. And I told him the story, he did all the testing and he figured it out, you know, uh, you know, blood testing, um, not only blood testing, but, uh, biopsies and, you know, science, all science to figure out all the things they said I had, I didn't have. Uh And, um, and so we got myself all off all the drugs, but the point is that, um, you know, I was listening, it it was my decision to listen, let's say even to source energy or to spirit guides that helped me to unravel my own situation. And so I think really now, you know, here we are, what is it, um, how many years later, six, seven years later, um, it's really my, my role I think in this world is to be that conduit to help people access source energy so that they can um, get the message that they they need and then teach them themselves how to access source energy because it is our divine right to connect to God, you know, and to listen to God and hear his word. You know, I don't really believe you have to go into church or synagogue or any other place, you can go into the forest. Of course, it's warmer out here, but you know, <laughs> back to the, uh, but you can listen to God anywhere you want to go. You can do it from the 
coming of your what's that absolutely yeah absolutely yeah. yeah so so that's i think you know i'm unraveling we all are and i think that whenever you choose to stop unraveling you stop growing right and um i mean do you i mean don't you are you're always uncovering yourself aren't you debbie yeah i mean it's interesting i i the term unraveling is um it doesn't resonate with me the same way it probably does with you um to me unraveling is like i'm falling apart i can't handle it you know and maybe that's oh just no my... it's peeling the onion yeah i gotcha yeah, i gotcha yeah, yeah. it just was i was like noticing how that work you know word landed for me um yeah i i mean i definitely am always learning and growing and and um and evolving you know it's like why i still work with coaches even though i do this work i work with the same kind of coach i work with other coaches i mean i just i i think having mentors and 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 coaches and a team and and you know surrounding yourself with the community and and all that is is highly important um so oh, got it yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So well, I didn't realize that. It's okay. <laughs> okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, um, it looks like we may have some questions from. Well, I thought we had. We don't. We don't have. We usually we have callers come in. Call in. I think the holiday has it. Uh, be a little light. Yeah. So. Um, but if there's anybody who wants to call into the show, and uh, ask a question or put comments on Facebook or YouTube or link well LinkedIn we can't see even though we're streaming on LinkedIn. Um, if you have any questions or comments for Debbie or for me um, that you want to ask about um, you know mindset um, um, you know about the critical inner voice that we have those things put them in the thread we'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, and answer your questions. So, um, but we are going to go to a break real quick. So, if there's like a, a potty needed, this is your time, Debbie. <laughs> let me uh, let me get that in there. So. With a simple blood test and food plan, Susan Essentials will help your business, your family, and you eliminate toxins and create a step-by-step -step plan to nourish your mind, body, and spirit. Click here to learn more. Hi, I'm Jody Susan of Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was over medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yes, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy based healing. It was amazing. At Susan Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses, and we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food as medicine mindset. 
how Susan Essential supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food is medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being. And we do that all with plant and an energy-based healing. Jody Susan of Susan Essentials is certified by the number one functional medicine doctor on plant-based healing essential oils, which are revolutionizing the way we manage our well-being. Schedule today to take control of your health. And we have Zelda's comment. Thanks for helping us peel back the onion, Jody. We are still energized from the energy treatment you shared with us. Um, you are welcome, Zelda. Um, yeah, we did an energy healing uh, and release class on Sunday where I taught people how to recognize their own energy, how to recognize um, how to access source energy, how to clear energy. And um, it was really, um, you know, it was interesting. And we were able to clear uh, entities, attachments, uh, clear energy fields, and you left feeling much lighter. Um, so that was really, you know, kind of, uh, really kind of cool. Um, so, um, yeah, it was a great learning experience for us all. Um, the funny thing is when I taught people how to access source energy, one of the questions that I asked was, well, um, you know, do I have an attachment and uh, attachment's not really a good thing to have. So, although they teach us lessons and uh, the answer was yes. I'm like, oops. <laughs> so you don't know unless you ask. Um, and uh, yeah, kind of like that. So, and we have Debbie back. Hi, Debbie. Yeah, great, great time to go uh, take a biological break. Let me tell you. So, indeed. Indeed. So what's going indeed. on for you guys in the future? What do you, what does your next year look like? How are you going to support the community um, in, you know, uh, shifting their mindset? Uh, yeah. So I, um, I'm working on a couple of things. Like currently I'm focused on entrepreneurs, uh, women business owners. That is, that is my, my client that I usually work with. I have done a lot of things in the corporate space. Um, the women's resource groups and companies, a lot of times I'll, I'll do some of those things, but, but I'm, I'm looking into uh, a program that it would be a group program because I typically work with women one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've decided that because community is so strong, right, mm -hmm. and so important, that uh, I, I'm going to be launching a group program next year, uh, early next year. The details aren't completely there yet, but... Uh, uh, Somebody's got a hand raise going. Um, ah, I see. Oh, that's kind of cool. So that's actually Andrew. And I'm not sure if I'm able to take the call, but I'm going to give it a shot after you're done sharing, Debbie. Um, yeah, no, we'll take, go for it. Take the call. Okay. We've got right, time, so, apparently. So yeah. we can talk about a lot. And I'm not sure if, the vol if it's going to come through. So Andrew, can you um, can you hear me? And can I hear you? Come in the kitchen and ask. <laughs> He's actually uh, in a, in another area. Um, oh, there you go. So Andrew, he's probably not. He probably is talking. You know what, Andrew? I'm going to call you on the phone, and you're going <laughs> to. 
Oh my lord! There well, we go. Well, I mean, you. Sometimes we just do the blog talk. Old school, um, baby. Yeah, but a lot of times we do blog talk um, using the phone. But since this went out, I'm just gonna call him and let him. You know. Hold on. Hi, this is Andrew. Andrew, you are on the air. We couldn't get the the blog talk to work, so we're just calling you and letting you ask your question. Oh, good. That's a lot of that. You've made a lot of good points there. Um, first of all, I, I, let me, I'm going to go back to something. I think we were starting to talk about it earlier and then I, I'll, I'll do my best to answer that. Um, thanks for the question, Andrew. Um, sometimes it's not that we heard, I mean, I just did a talk about this, but it's not that we necessarily heard something bad from like parents or coaches or teachers early on it's the way we interpreted an experience um so i've got a client who uh so just so people understand who's coming from right and why they happen it's not always like you're not good enough you're this you're that those are not that we make a decision based on something that happens so a client uh, was working on a school project. His father came in and said, hey, let me show you a better way to do that. And he decided that meant he wasn't doing it right mm. and he couldn't do it right. And then I'm not doing it right became like this mantra all the way through his life because he just kept, every time he would, somebody would offer like, hey, why don't we do it this way? Or, you know, his wife might be like, hey, don't leave your shoes there. It's I'm not doing it right. Uh, because it comes down to the littlest things. Um, so some tips, uh, I would say that, that here's, here's a way to, to really get this. I think we have two states of mind or two states of being right. One is a powerful state. The emotions that are attached with those powerful states feel like happiness, joy, peace, love, laughter, fun, whatever it is, it's the emotions that make us feel good. On the other side of the equation, we have the primal or or negative states. You know, we're we're going to say they're negative, and those might be anger, stress, anxiety, overwhelm, fear, frustration, jealousy, boredom. You know, all the ones that don't feel good. We can feel those in our body, right? We know what they feel like. Mm -hmm. Some something triggers from the outside, 
you know, a circumstance happens and suddenly our body goes into, oh, that didn't feel good. My stomach hurts. My neck tightened up. Uh, I'm frustrated. I, I'm angry. You know, you, you feel it first. When you have those emotions, they are tied to some belief. Typically, that belief is something made up. I'm not saying that the circumstance doesn't trigger something that could actually happen, but oftentimes we go way to a different place. So here's an example. You're sitting at work. Let's say you have a boss, right? You're sitting at work and the boss says, I want to talk to you at this time, or that report isn't done the right way, or this or that. And your body goes into anxiety level. Your stomach tightens up. You feel sick to your stomach. Oh my God, this. Well, the thought that's underneath that is typically, oh my God, I did it wrong. Oh my God, am I good enough for this job? Oh my God, I'm going to get fired. Oh my God, if I get fired, I'm losing my house and my wife is going to divorce me and I'm going to live under a bridge. Like we just basically take it to this like extreme level where realistically it could be, yes, you may not have done something exactly right and your boss is going to come in and say, hey, can you tweak it and do it this way? And then you do it and everything's fine. But we go to this place, and I'm as guilty of this. To an extreme is where we go, right? Yes. Right. Well, because there's some belief in there already. If I know I'm kick-ass and somebody comes in and says, "Uh, can you fix this thing? Like, oh, God, what did I do? Oh, yeah, okay, got it. Here it is. And I fixed it, right? Because I'm not not really worried about that. Mm -hmm. But if we've already got the belief in there of maybe I don't not at the level of this job yet. Maybe I stretch to get into this job. Yay me, but wow, now I now I'm not sure I fit in. So it's it's like we were talking about before that Andrew just brought up. Um our unconscious programming is is just it's like a missile. It's like a guided missile. If the guided missile is programmed to say you're never going to have this, you're always going to go here. It's gonna, you're going to go there until you change it. There's no way to change it. Our thoughts also, we can't think any differently than our beliefs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to live, Vienna said, Vienna, I'm going to live yeah. under a bridge. Yes, here's a mother. And I think Stella said she liked my background and my energy. So thank you. That was a while ago. Yeah, but thank I you, saw Zelda. It. We love Zelda. Debbie, let me, let me jump in and, and echo something that you said earlier. Please do, yeah. While I sit my coffee. Surrounding yourself with mentors and leaders and people who build you up. And and where you were going just a minute ago about we we have negative self-talk. And that's having a surrounding yourself with people who are going to give you the positive self-talk is certainly a way to do that. And and I I agree that there's been times where my boss will say, we need to meet tomorrow. And I'm thinking the worst. And then I get in there and he's like, you know, you've really done an awesome job. We want to commend you. And everyone's talking about the great initiative you, you started, and it's really going to make a big difference for the company. You're like, whew, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so, and so people need to give themselves credit. They need to have the self-confidence and understand they've done everything that they can to, to do the right job. And and so, so I keep continuing. I love what you're saying. I just want to echo the – surrounding yourself with with people who are going to lift you up not people who are going to bring you down yeah absolutely so it, it i think it's very important you call you don't want to be around a bunch of 
you know, let's use the term yes men. All right. You want yeah. people that lift you up, but you also want people that that will be honest with you in a loving way. Right. Um, I think that that what what is it like steel sharpened steel? Right. So sometimes you've got to be around people that are going to tell you the truth and maybe, you know, you're going to have to feel some some edges or something like that uh, to grow. Right. So we need to be around people that will will tell us the truth, but but tell us in a loving way. And when I'm talking about surrounding yourself with people like that, it's a you know, it's a community of, of like minded people. It's a community of people that are also going in the direction you want to go. So if I hang around with a bunch of people that don't care about personal growth and are still caught in their, you know, complaints and their whininess and all these things, you're going to they're going to pull me down. Like, have you heard, I, I'm so going off on a tangent. Here. No, I love it even... when you do go. Yeah. Have you heard about the crabs in the bucket? Have you guys heard this analogy? I have not. Have you so I'm, I'm not going to, I don't know that I'll get it exactly right, but, but the analogy of the crabs in the bucket is if there, if there's a bucket of crabs, these crabs are being caught by, let's say a fisherman or something like that. Right. And <laughs> Sorry, the crabs, if bad. once, Huh? I went to a bad place. Okay. Crab. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And 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 one of the crabs starts to climb out of the bucket, like because yeah. they'll just hang out in there. But if one starts to climb out, they'll all reach up and pull that crab back down. Really? So so the gist is well, it may be a fable and analogy, but but the you know it gets the point across of sometimes we're we've got our group of friends or our group of people or, or or a group of whatever it is co-workers and when one person starts to lift up sometimes this happens with families and marriages and stuff when one starts to grow the other one wants to pull them back mm -hmm. oh they don't want you're they don't want you changing they don't want to come with you they want to pull you back down so surrounding yourself with people that have a similar mission, right? Doesn't mean I have to be on your mission, Jody, but it does mean that I'm evolving and I'm growing and I'm lifting myself up to another level, um, which is why I surround myself with communities of people that, you know, I mean, I'm in communities with people that are earning a million dollars in a month or in a week or in a weekend. Right. Now, I'm not there yet. But, and, and I don't know, I don't know that that's where I'll end up, but I do know that these people are like uplifting and, and powerful and not comfortable with the status quo. And yes. so. Yes. Can you repeat that last sentence about not being comfortable with the status quo? They're not, they're not comfortable. They're, they're people that are going places. They're not going to stay where they are. Here's the thing I heard. This was amazing by, by, by a huge fitness, uh, uh, person years ago, because I used to go to the fitness conventions for years. And he said that it's, if you're standing still, you're not really standing still. You're actually devolving. You're actually moving backwards. Wow. So you can't just stay where you are because when you stay where you are, you lose ground. You have got to continually be growing and up leveling and moving and, and, and learning and, and doing things. So, I mean, you can surround yourself by the Miracle Morning Club on, on, on uh, Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. I love listening to that. Um, 
Yeah, exactly. If you are, you know, so I love that. I love being in the coaching communities I'm in because I'm around people that are, and, and most of them are coaches of some sort. They're just, they're just up leveling and they're moving and they're growing and they're continuing to grow. So you um, recommend Clubhouse. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, you know what? Here's what I recommend. I recommend checking it out. I recommend, um, I mean, I happen to love that room. There's a lot of rooms on there that are all like self-promote, self-promote, self-promote. I get tired of that after a few minutes. Um, but what I do is I will, if something tweaks me, I mean, actually a, like five women from one of the coaching programs I'm in, we do have a room on Thursdays uh, at 10 a.m. Central. It's called Fierce Female Leaders. I guess I should promote my own stuff, right? Yeah, please. Because, um, okay, so because I'd like to know, and then you can invite me please. Yeah, we just, we actually just started it. Uh, we just started it a few weeks ago, so actually. So we're just getting leaders on clubhouse. Yeah. It's a, it's the fierce female leaders club. And we're just talking about all sorts of different stuff, but, um, but we're not on Thanksgiving. So don't okay. come that day. But I go in these rooms and it's like, I listen just long enough to get a couple of great nuggets. And then I, I tune out. You know, I leave because sometimes it's too much, but that's just me. Some people can be on there all day and they love it. Yeah. I um, have a, a short attention span. I'd like to read, I think mm -hmm. more than I do like to listen. I love to like, listen, I love to engage, but I, yeah. um, I, you know, Andrew and I, I think are, are similar in that way. And Andrew, I'll let you share how you liked it, but I really like to learn through, through study. And then after I go study, I'd like to go play and engage with others to explore that study. You yeah. Know. And you, each of us has to find our own method of mm -hmm. continued growth, right? right? Whatever that is. It might be reading. It might be going to seminars. It might be listening to a clubhouse room. It might be coming to, you know, the podcast world, whatever it is. Um, there's no wrong. See, that's the other thing about all this. Thank you. I, I do want to share this with your audience. Okay. There's no right or wrong way to do this. There's the way that is going to serve you and your highest growth. You can listen to what all these other people say, and then you decide for yourself. We're all grownups. We're all adults at this point. Just pick what works for you and, and do that. Okay. So There's, there is no right or wrong to do this. There's only the, sorry, I was typing, so I didn't capture I don't know. I, some stuff comes out of me and then I don't know what it was. Um, just, there's only the way that's going to work for you. Uh, there's only the way. Yeah. There's only the, well, there's only, the we, way. you can only, you can, you can only like, for instance, I'm just going to go back to miracle morning cause it's a book and it's a great book. And there's, there's, there's like a habit stacking situation in it. And it's supposed to be, a, you know, it's, it's designed a certain way, but some people are like, Oh no, uh, I can't do it all, so I'm not going to do it. We, we do this in life sometimes, right? Oh, I'm going to go on this diet. Oh, shoot, I, I, I screwed up one day and I ate ice cream and pizza and, you know, chocolate in the same day. I guess I'm going to give up. No, you know what? Whatever. You did that. Time. Yeah, it's a moment yeah, in time. Yeah, just go, just go back and start over or just do do it smaller. Pick, pick one habit that really, like, this is the one habit that's really messing you up. And just every day do a little something in that direction. It's okay to do baby steps because those small changes are what leads to big change. Sometimes people are, you know, I mean, okay, let's just go. New Year's is coming up, right? People, I'm, you know, changing everything and doing, I've got 30 resolutions and I'm doing all of them. And like, you know, uh, you'll see the gyms are packed 
right, up until right, like right. January 30th. And by February 15th, it's all the same people, original people. <laughs> and that's what, you don't need to do that. Guess what? You want to start exercising because you haven't been doing it? Go out for a 20 or 30 minute walk like a couple times a week. You know, do five squats. Well, that's what we do in this house. So we got a basketball court out here and we just we play ball. You know, I mean, do something fun. Put on one of your favorite songs and dance in your living room. You know, I mean, it just any kind of movement is okay. That's where you start. Yeah. That's where you start. People are like, I have to overhaul everything. It's too big. You can't, it's like, what is that? Eat that frog. Or you can't what you can't uh eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? You cannot, you're not gonna eat the whole elephant. You're not gonna do it all at once. Well, yeah, so that's really a huge statement. Um, and and something that people really need to understand. So when I was disabled, um, I couldn't walk. I mean, I couldn't use my hands, but neither yeah. one of my hands worked. Um, and so how I started movement literally Debbie was one step at a time and so it That's started it. walking down because I was on the third floor so walking down three flights of stairs just to get my mail and making my way back up then I there walked to the store which was probably maybe a half a mile eventually worked up to that where I walked down to the end of the street now I That's can do it. seven yeah. miles yeah. It, yeah. I just, I thought of something just now when I was, when you were saying that is yeah. we start by making a powerful decision. Okay. Mm, yeah. So instead of I'm going to go to the gym, you know, and, and three hours, you know, every day, what, I, I'm making numbers up, right. But, mm -hmm. or I'm going to go do this. Start with, I'm a healthy and fit person. I value my fitness. So you start by making this intention statement, right? Mm -hmm. um, I have a tendency to not be that organized. You? <laughs> I'm speaking the truth. Yes. Okay. I, you know, there's, there's clutter, there's stuff. It's not always, you know, it's kind of all over the place. I mean, I grew up in a very chaotic home, so it's just, it's just what happens, right? Mm -hmm. But when I make the statement of, I'm an organized person. I do things that an organized person would do. So make it's a, a statement very, that serves you, right? It's it's a very interesting dynamic that as soon as you make a powerful decision, your brain hears it and starts to be it. That's how you start this, right? Right. So I, I thought of it because it was such perfect timing. You know, it's a decision is not a to do. A decision is a to be. Ah, a decision. Hold on. No, I'm typing these in here for you. <laughs> um, a decision always helps the field. A decision is not a to do. To do. A decision. Uh. So a decision is not a to do, a decision is a to be. So I have to do yeah. some grammar issues things here. Uh, <laughs> um, Andrew, are you still with us? What do you think about that? I'm still with you, uh, listening. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a to be. I mean, I, um, there are, are 
ways that uh, each one of us can continue to grow. Uh, you talked about how do how do people like to learn? They like to learn differently. I do like to gather some base information. Let's let's just suppose we're talking about this morning's topic. Uh, learn about this, and maybe I'll, I'll look online and find a few more short resources to find areas where I think I can benefit, uh, where I can make an impact on my life. And then if I I find some some entry ways or some tools, then I can dive deeper in. And as uh, both of you have shared, it's helpful to get the perspectives of some of people who are really good at what they're doing. Um, Joey and I talk about Dr. John Martini uh, mm -hmm. a lot. And so there's an example of, of a master at, at, at certain subject areas. Maybe you find a, you, you dive into a little bit of something, you say, this is really uh, an area that I can help myself to grow better. And I can not take on everything, but I can take a, a half an hour, hour seminar online. And then that looks interesting. Let me dive deeper into an all-day or two-day course uh, from a recognized leader and surround myself with other people who believe the same thing that I believe or similar things and have similar goals. Going back to my statement about surrounding yourself with people who will lift you up, you need to surround yourself certainly with people who are going to be um, critical in a good way uh, to help you grow. But surround yourself with people again who will help you grow, help you to to uh, accentuate your gifts and, and, and progress. So I'm all in with that. Yeah, I think having people that have a similar mission of sorts, right? Whatever that is. Uh, one of the coaches I work with, I mean, he works with mission-driven entrepreneurs, oh, and yeah. and that's just the thing. And they're everybody's mission's different. But they all have a mission and their mission isn't like let me make as much money as i can their mission is something else and they they do it by using their gifts and, and bringing their gifts to their clients see naima's got a gift somewhere or a gift a question i don't know if you can find yep it. i just found it so here it is and i posted it here origin, so she says her is this her question is, the fear of being on being criticized what is the origin a childhood experience is it parental or other adult criticism that leads to punishment mm -hmm. if something is not being done correctly example getting spanked if a bed yeah. is not made or toys are not put away that is a great question naima so thank you for asking that yeah yeah let me right Right. Yeah, that is great. Um, yeah, I mean, I depending on what it is, right? So yes, being spanked if, if your toys are not or your, your toys aren't put away, your bed's not made or something. It's um, yeah, I get it. I, I mean, that would obviously be parental. Um, there might have been something that happened from a coach early on, or like uh, a boss. Yeah, or a boss. Well, right, There's but a lot you, of this toxic is, bosses. Though. This is taught well, but that it translates into that later. We're talking about like the origin is going to be mm. from childhood. Um, yeah, so so experiences. What happens with these limiting beliefs is right. If as a child, if you were punished for making mistakes, mm -hmm. if you were berated for making mistakes. Let me tell you, let me tell you how that manifests itself as an adult, right? Because I've got a I've got a client who's been through this. Um, 
what happens is you don't, you're very careful about doing anything and you play it very safe. Play small. Because you play very small, you play very safe. You only dip your toe in the water. You don't actually put yourself out there because in your mind, mistakes and failure are bad. And, and you will get punished if you make a mistake. But what, what happens, I mean, I don't know if you've ever met somebody like this, they end up just um, not, not only playing small, but it, you don't make decisions because you're so afraid your decision's gonna be wrong. Yeah, I actually have seen this, um, I won't use names, but of course I won't use names, but um, there's, a, um, there's a family I know mm-hmm. and the um the mom would berate the child like the, the child spilled milk literally the story of spilled milk yeah uh-huh uh-huh and i spoke to the brother and i said well why not just what why criticize right and i said why not just help clean up the milk yeah and he said well course you criticize and i almost went to tears yeah right because people spill milk all the time right right right? people break the glass all the time they break the plate the plate's replaceable Mm -hmm. the heart Mm -hmm. is a lot harder to yeah of course of course no that's exactly it but that is um for naima's question Everything comes from some time from before you're like six years old or seven years old. Everything. Right. Now it could have been it could have been a direct thing like this. Mm -hmm. Or it could have been like the the thing I so told about my client and his father offering to help him. You know, you hear something and you decide it meant this. So everything that we get is not necessarily somebody brutalized us, right? Um, or money stories you know you have no idea what your parents were saying when you were little money trees there's not enough money we can't you know um that toy's too expensive you know i money mean there's all sorts of trees that was what happened in our house yeah yeah but you know the thing is like i can't remember what i heard in my home i truly can't i i don't know i know that my father when i was like kind of college age was like find a man to marry you and take care of you you know and i'm i i figured that meant i couldn't do it myself but i don't know what i heard growing up mm-hmm. but i would imagine if he had that belief that i was hearing something like that right right and, right, right. and so um you know i mean i know there was a lot i had two older sisters so realistically i could have heard my parents talking to my sisters one my oldest sister was 11 years older than i am and so you know when she was when i was five right she was 17 or 18 whatever she was wow. I can't do math. So she's at a, almost out of high school yeah so so and my other sister is seven years older so basically when i was a child the things i was hearing was what they were saying to those my sisters mm-hmm. i don't know what they were but i'm you know we had we had three girls and my dad was the kind of you know he was kind of an old school guy you know girls get married and so i know you know I, it's taken me a lot of years to unpack this i still don't know don't you sometimes wish that you could like rewind and watch your the movie of your life and be like 
oh, holy crap. Now that's where that came from. Like, you know, like well, I that's what I've been doing. I've been figuring out all that stuff. Like, you know, why I do what I do. It's like, wow. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Debbie, I want to watch the replay. Yeah. So I, I've told <laughs> I know the story. parts I should fast forward. No, nope, don't want to see this again. You know, <laughs> Well, I had a low resonance anger. I'll, I've told the story a couple times already, but you know, I assume we have different listeners. Um, so I had a low resonance anger in my heart chakra mm -hmm. and I didn't know what it was from, but I just knew that I had a low resonance anger. And so we did, um, you know, some, uh, hope I don't get arrested for this. So we did some psychedelics, <laughs> some mushrooms. I mean, and not like an overthink, but like as a, more of like a therapeutic approach, you know, and yeah. that's, that's how I take on life. And they're, they're plants. So they, that works for me. Plant-based medicine, right? Yeah, it is plant-based. I think it was a, a medicine woman in my past life. And um, when I was doing the, the mushroom, I prayed to God to help me understand, to help me to release any anger I had and to replace it with joy. Okay. And so God, I go, show me where I have, where this anger came from. And I was four years old. My mom and dad, um, my dad brings home a lobster. We were talking about crabs earlier. So my dad brings home a lobster and it's crawling on the floor and he asked my mom to yeah. cook it. I have a feeling I know where this is going. Yeah. She didn't know how to cook a lobster. You know, they grew yeah. up on canned goods. Right. And so she puts it in the pot. Oh. Right. So I had the imprint of that death. We all did the imprint of that death on my heart chakra, as did all my brothers and sisters. Wow. That's interesting. So I cleared it. Right. And I cleared it for my brothers and sisters. They don't necessarily know that, but now you knew, know if you're listening. Um, but I cleared it. Like, that's been with me since I was flipping four. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Because energy flows, right? Your body remembers. What is your body remembers the trauma? That's uh, right. A recent thing that I've heard, you know? It's interesting that yeah. I, I, I get the it. The issues are in the tissues. And I used, so what I did is I, I, I used the mushroom to, to extrapolate the message from God. And I used the bod to erase it. It was amazing. I erased it in probably 30 minutes. Yeah. So um, it's upsetting when I hear about it, but I no longer have the low resonance anger. I don't walk around like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, thank you for the reminder. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew Dolly. All right, Doc. Bye. Good to have the support. I guess we're going to commercial. <laughs> Give me a minute. All right. Hold on. Let's see. And unfortunately, I can't run the other commercials I have because they're all on Blog Talk. But um, it's all good. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda Speaks. Tuesdays, Self-Self-Care with Jody Susan. 
Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and co-host Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Wellbeing with Viata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Viata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. All right, we are back. I guess I put, let me just do one more commercial and let's see what we got here. Um, Jody Susan of Susan Essentials is certified by the number one functional medicine doctor on plant-based healing essential oils, which are revolutionizing the way we manage our well-being. Schedule today to take control of your health. Hi, I'm Jody Susan with Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was over-medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yes, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy-based healing. It was amazing. At Susan Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses. And we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food as medicine mindset. How Susan Essential supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food as medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being. And we do that all with plant and an energy-based healing. All right. So I am... Um... I'm, I brought this up to show you, Debbie, because you'll um, watch the logo. It's animated. And we did this at the beginning of the pandemic. Where uh -huh. We changed the logo from one ginkgo leaf to three community. Right. Right. And you notice that they're getting out of their constraints. They're getting out of the circle. Yeah. Yeah. So getting out of the constraints of the past. So you can create a future, right? Right. So um, anyway, uh, I wanted to show that because I think that I, I just love what you do. And um, we're going to talk uh, hopefully offline about ways to collaborate. Because I, I don't actually do the leadership myself. I actually have people who do leadership for me. Um, and, you know, but it's my mindset. But I know what my gift is. My gift is as an intuitive and using source energy, but then, then they still need to go get themselves a coach. <laughs> so, um, so uh, I'd love to talk to you offline about that, like how, you know, how I can help you serve the community. So I, I love what you're doing. So. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, so um, we've been talking about so many great things. We've got, about 15 minutes left on the show before we go to our closing. And, um, and you know, we were talking about what's coming up and I think we got shifted because we had a caller, but what's coming up for your business business next year? Um, yeah. What does this look like for you? 
I know you're working in community versus more, more in community with people versus one-on-one, -on -one, which I, yeah. that's what I'm doing too. So I'm doing groups. Um, yeah. and, um, you're serving still, do you serve men at all or, or yeah. not so much? Yeah, I, I do. Um, I, I have, uh, as I said, because I'm a woman who went through this, I understand the feeling and I understand what it took and I understand what women deal with. And I'm a certified women owned business, um, mm -hmm. in Illinois, uh, well, actually nationally. Um, right. so, which is great for, uh, you know, uh, diversity and inclusion and, and all that, you know, supplier diversity and companies. Um, but yes when, when i and i've had i've had a couple of of private male clients as i said i have my my group but but a lot of times people resonate right and so then they 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 want to work with you regardless so i would never turn anybody down that that was a a, uh, a good client um and when i say a good client i mean I'm the right fit and I know that I can help them. I don't mean they can pay me, right? Um, because that's I think important it, too. <laughs> it is really, right. Well, they've got to be able to pay me, right? right. But um, uh, I won't take on a client if I don't think I can actually help them with what's going on. I've actually turned people down. I've had somebody come to me uh, a couple of years ago and, and she required psycho uh, psychotherapy. She required a therapist for what she'd been through. And I, I knew I couldn't help her and I knew I wasn't the right fit. And I, I told her so, because I, I'm just not going to take on somebody that I can't, you know, help them. Um, but my goal is, and I'm still debating if it's going to be a year long program or if it's going to be about a seven or eight month program, but there's there, I'm looking at an ongoing group program where, you know, there's maybe like a couple calls a month with me. And then there's just a lot of work that they're doing in between. But I love the idea of community because I know how blessed I've been working with coaches. I do work one. I mean, I do have coaches that work one-on-one -on -one with me, but they also have a community mm -hmm. and, you know, we all grow and learn from the community and we all benefit from having, again, surrounding yourself, like a rising tide lifts all ships, right? right, 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 right. When, we're, when we're all growing, we're all growing. Um, so that, so next year we'll be more speaking, um, you know, some workshops, and then and still my my individual uh clients and then also a group program that is not exactly completely done yet <laughs> but i know what it is i've got it i know what it is i just don't know exactly what i'm launching it probably like january 15th something like that it'll launch yeah i mean i just heard i just launched mine where i'm doing group classes um, uh-huh uh the first one started last weekend um, nice and where we're just teaching people how to protect clear their energy and it's a practice like it's kind of like your mindset you, you don't just change it and you're done it took nope. me years to if you could do things and change them like that people would go to the gym once and then they'd be in the shape they want and it'd be over <laughs> yeah right right or you know if you're learning this that quick you know you but who needs a university degree? Go to the library, right? Yeah. You need your teacher. 
right? There's there's a muscle that has to be built and it has to be uh, continually um, worked. Yeah. Um, well, that is awesome because I think that, and going back to my question about men, <clears throat> what I uncovered in the last, I would say four years is that, and it's it's a hidden thing that men are abused and there's a, like i'm the divine like by their partners by their partners it started yep. off with their mother yep yeah know? yeah mm -hmm. and so then they pick the partner that's going to help them live out that more abuse right and um and well, I'm that's a that's a human condition right i mean it's either it's men and women right we just seek what we knew growing up even if it's not beneficial to us or healthy to us we try we we're trying to recreate what we grew up with all the time because that's our first experience well it's interesting um there's a yes and a no to that okay i think that part we do that in part yeah and then there's other parts where we just know that's a bad thing and so we we like i did both Okay. We just, then we try and find the opposite. Yeah. Right. So I was beat up as a kid, right? All mm -hmm. of my life. So um, I made sure that the men I was around, I didn't wasn't even around men until I knew I would for sure be safe. Of course, that's yeah. why I became a bodybuilder, right? Why did you right. become a martial artist? I, I don't know. It was always in there for me. My dad, when I was probably a, a like a, a teen or a tween, I remember him taking uh, martial arts. I think he took Taekwondo, but mm -hmm. some form of karate. And I remember him coming home wearing his gi uh, and, and demonstrating to me. And I just, I thought it was the coolest thing. And it was just in my brain. Mm -hmm. And then eventually years later, one of my friends, I knew that he and his girlfriend at the time were, were doing karate and it interested me. And then I, one day out of nowhere, I called him and I just said, are you going to start teaching karate anytime soon? He says, I'm actually starting something in a few weeks. This is when my oldest, who's now 31, was a baby. Mm. And, um, and I'm like, I'm, I'm there. And, and I actually drove because he, we lived in Libertyville at the time. And he lived in uh, uh, Cary. Okay. Illinois. So it's about an hour apart. Yeah. Those that don't know where it is, and um, and and eventually my ex-husband now and I moved. We moved uh, further away, but I drove an hour to an hour and a half each direction for seven years through well to through two pregnancies and kids my my baby was at home and i had two more along the way before i got my black belt which i think my black belt is sitting right here somewhere Ooh, it is i'm gonna get it <laughs> yes please da, 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 da. yeah right there is my belt that's awesome i mean and and i think it's really important i will charge for this thing yeah <laughs> and it's important i think you know, I think that's an element, a huge element of self-care that you can be able to walk down the street and hold yourself. You, know, you started talking about this at the very beginning. I had been taking notes, but I didn't really respond. You know, um, what you were teaching women now, I learned as a child. Mm -hmm. My father 
my father was a street fighter, basically, right? Yeah. He, he, he the streets. And so when I was a kid, I mean, what he taught me was uh, how to walk, how to carry myself. He taught me what be for two and a half years before I even got my driver's permit. Okay. Yeah. Check the back of your car before you get in. Check underneath the car. Check the trunk. Check the back seat. And yeah. you don't get into your car. You know, his friend's daughter was raped. So, you yeah. know, and, and that way. And so he taught me how to be on defense in life to keep myself protected. I have yeah. never been accosted outside my family, <laughs> my brother, but you know, um, you know, uh, and you know, throw him a grace card, you know, cause he totally, you know, fixed all that as we got older. But, um, the point is that, you know, no one's on the street has ever tried to, a, 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 no one on the street on the street is ever going to come after me. Cause yeah. I walk, I walk the street. Like I flip and own that street. Well, that's it. There's a presence, mm -hmm. right? There's a presence to somebody that has that training. There's a presence to somebody that has confidence. Like we talked about in the beginning and whether it's your presence against somebody that might be an attacker or your presence in your business or in your place or, you know, um, nothing, even in a relationship, right. In a dating world, mm -hmm. nothing is sexier than somebody that walks in the room with confidence, not oh, arrogance, okay. not arrogance. No, not arrogance, confidence. But confidence. Somebody that walks in, there's a glow, there's yeah. an energy, there's a power. That was my and mind. Yeah. Yeah. So that energy and that power is so important. And, and by the way, um, that's you. Thank you. That's I've worked, I had to work at it though. Yeah. And let me tell you, there's been times, I mean, I've stepped into some up-level situations in my business where I didn't feel all that confident and it, it came across. It happens. You know, you've got you've to continue to grow and do it. The key is if you hit something and you're like, you bomb, right? I can tell you that I, like when I started kind of doing this part of my work, there was a couple of times I bombed Yeah. and I too. bombed in front of a big crowd. Yeah, yeah. And you get burned and you're like, I'm never doing that again. And then, you know, the next day you're like, okay, I'll do that again <laughs> because you have to get up and do it again. I have a tip for when you feel unsure. Yeah. And it works for me every single time. What is it? Well, first of all, I have faith in God and mm -hmm. I have faith that God has my back all the time. Mm -hmm. And so if I feel unsure, I pause, I breathe, I listen to God and I listen, I'll just take a break for a moment Yeah. and I'll bring in source energy and I'll listen to God and have him take me where I need to go. I love it. I love it. So what that brings up for me is um, this phrase that life is always working for us for our greatest good, our greatest outcome. And Oftentimes it doesn't look like what we think it should look like. Oh, score. Right. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times it's like, bam, oh God, that can't be right. You know, like, but, but actually that's the, where, where do we grow the most? It's from the things that, you know, knocked us down and knocked us out. And we had a, we had to rise up from, Yeah. but 
again, what, what Naima's question about, you know, the person that's got this fear that if they make a mistake, well, they're never going to experience any of those things because they're never going to do it. They're going to live their life like in the corner, hiding and barely coming out and you don't ever grow. But something else you just said uh, reminded me of something that I, I want to share. Go ahead. Because you said, um, you know, you take a break and you pause and you breathe and you do that and, and you just kind of center yourself, which I think is a really smart way to do things. Mm -hmm. So when I, when I used to, I used to compete in my martial arts, I used to fight and, and compete. And there was a coach when I was, I was early on, right? I mean, I think I was just level one or level two, whatever. I had one of my first belts competing and I was competing against somebody that was higher up too. So of course, psychologically, I'm like, Look at that belt color. It's different than my belt color. Oh my God. You know? uh, yeah. But he said, this coach said, if you hear me say distance, back away, it means you're too close in, back away and look at the whole picture. Because mm. we can't, when we're too close in, focused on something, this works for everything. This works for a relationship. This works for a work situation, a project you're working on. You know, just like you said, when you feel uncertain, take a break, you distance, you create some distance, you walk away for a second. Maybe you walk away for five seconds. Maybe you walk away for a half an hour. Maybe you put it away and come back to it the next day. It doesn't matter. But for me, he said, back out and look at the whole picture because you're missing. You can't see any of the openings because you're so close in. Close in. Right. And I love, love, love that analogy. And I bring it into my work all the time because it's so true. Even if you're having a moment, let's say you're having a meltdown, you're having one of those primal moments, fear, stress, anxiety, or worry, overwhelm, all of the above, or you're pissed off at somebody or whatever it is, yeah, you're just, like you are, in, you're having that anger, that meltdown, walk away, set a timer. It, maybe it's 15 minutes, maybe it's two hours, set a timer, release it, get over it, get back to it. Yeah, I mean, acknowledge yeah. what's happening and walk away. Yeah, because you can't get, you can't solve things when you're in the thick of things. No. It's, it's you nearly impossible. See, you can't even see a solution because you're so deep in. You're so mad, right? <laughs> you're like, oh. Um, I'm right. Right, right? <laughs> and I've been there. I've been oh, there. yeah. Who hasn't? <laughs> yeah. And so, and I've learned the power of the pause, right? Which that's. Mm -hmm. And distance, that's that's a great key word. It really is. It really is. I, I love I love it. I it, it sticks with me. I mean, this is oh my gosh. I got my black belt in nineteen ninety-eight. So that's wow. how gone it was. It was actually just twenty-three years ago was my anniversary this month in November, just a few weeks ago. Wow. Since I was, Congratulations. Since I Thank you. Wow. So the a year before that was when I got misdiagnosed. <laughs> a lot of things happened in the nineties, man. <laughs> I tell you, man. I'll tell you. Well, you know, we're we're here towards the end of the show. Yeah. And I just wanna um share a few thoughts. You are a bright light. I was inspired by you the day I met you. Thank and you. um I'm very grateful that you came on the show to share your wisdom. And um, for people who catch this live or, um, or catch the replay, how do you want people to reach out to you if they want to learn more? 
Yeah, thank you. Um, so a couple different ways. Number one, on LinkedIn, I'm Debbie Pickus, just as they see it on the screen here. Mm -hmm. um, they can go to my website, which I, I know you put, I think you had that up, but it's www.team-fireball.com. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a contact us button there. Okay. Um, they, they can absolutely uh, do that. Also, I don't know, are you in any of your notes or anywhere, if I give you some links, can people just go to it and get it? Or yeah, what's I'm the doing that way? right now. Because I, so I, I could also give you some links to some things, but I want people to also understand if you want to have a conversation with me, mm -hmm. um, then, and I'm going to actually going to mention something about the, the website really quick in a second, but, but I, I'm always happy to have a 30 minute phone call and, and, you know, it's it's no pressure. I'm not. It's not, definitely not a sales pitch of any sort, but it's just a conversation. If you think that you struggle with some of the things that 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 I uh, solve, which one of them is is self sabotage and and those things that hold you back, let's have a conversation. And if I can help you, I I, I will tell you. And if I if I'm not the right person, and I think I have a referral for you, or I think you need something different, I will also tell you that. So I, I'm I'm more than willing. There's there's a process to that. So, um, my website my website right now really is is focused on the self defense training and the team building. There's one page that talks a little bit about coaching. I got to get a new website. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Um, I know that I speak a lot and I'm out networking a lot and people hear me and that's that's typically how people uh, learn it's about okay. me. It's okay. The website yeah. doesn't sell you. That's a way for them to get in touch with you. Right, right. Yeah. But there is a contact us button on the website. And if you decide to go there, uh, just, just put in whatever the uh, subject line is or the notes that you heard me on Jody's show uh, so that I know where you heard me from or where you met. You know where where I came from in your brain. Unless <laughs> I just magically appeared in your brain, which would be very cool. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a contact us button on pretty much every page on the website. Um, and uh, and then that's LinkedIn. It. I I don't. Do you want to share the LinkedIn uh, uh, link with me on the private chat, and I'll put it in here. I can do that. Actually, I've got a couple things that I can for sure. One second here. I will get these for you. Um, oh, okay. Oh, there we go. You're back. Elder fails. One okay. second here. It is coming. I mean, it's basically LinkedIn.com hashtag or not hashtag. What am I saying? Um, well, I can actually just look you up because we're connected on there. So I can actually pull it up. Oh, there's, I just sent you that link. You did. Oh. Um, and there's also, um, if somebody's interested in, in just going straight to book a call, Yeah. I will give you that one as well. Sure. I could have had all this ready, but you know, I didn't. It's all good. I, you know, we're, we're really a, a family show. Right, like and um, a low key, right? So there's your link. There's your LinkedIn profile. Yeah. Uh, so just go to the Facebook page or um, or YouTube page, and 
for, you know, and, and here's the other thing. If for whatever reason you're not able to access this, but you know how to access me, I can connect you to Debbie. So that's, you know, always, um, of yeah, that always works too. And, um, and here's her calendar. So, um, that her calendar, so you can go there and just click on her calendar and schedule your, uh, 30 minute, uh, connection call. And that there's going to be some like, questions in there, mm -hmm. uh, to answer. And, and it is a must that you answer those questions before I will, uh, keep the call. So just, you know, nice. if you just, if you book it and you don't answer the questions, the call's not happening. I, yeah. Value of time, right? Yeah. I exactly. value activities all day long. Mm -hmm. um, any other links that we should put in here? Or? I think that's it. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I could give you my Facebook. I don't know. <laughs> well, your Facebook is your name, right? And that's fine. I mean, and, right. Uh, oh, my Facebook is actually my maiden name is in there. Um, oh, that's true. That's true. So I probably will get around to changing that one of these days too, but I just haven't yet. So I'll just give this to you. Okay, thank you. Okay. It's so funny. I mean, it says Debbie Pickus, but my, my maiden name's on there. So if they go to Debbie Pickus, there is a Debbie Pickus page, but that's not the one I look at. People are always going on there and I'm like, I don't see that. <laughs> I'll get around to it one of these days. There we 